0: Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Hi, my name is Ella McChrystal. Welcome back to The New Mind. I am thrilled that you're here. Let me share with you a bit about who I am and why I want to do this podcast. By the end of this episode, you'll have learned... How to harness your ability to step into your own power. Listen out for the three steps to achieving a growth mindset. I'm a psychotherapist, clinical hypnotherapist, EMDR practitioner, meditation teacher, and mindset coach of nearly 20 years. I've worked with men and women from all backgrounds, including those who've experienced trauma and mental health struggles, as well as international sportsmen and women people from the world of the arts, and business leaders. I've helped them to unleash their true potential using the principles of neuroscience. In addition, one of my most significant accomplishments is owning and directing the Northampton Clinic, which at 93 years old is the oldest of its kind in the UK. The clinic is a multidisciplinary health clinic, That provides a range of services to help people overcome physical and mental health challenges and at the Northampton Clinic we work with the whole person, mind, body and soul. As a team we understand how the brain and body are intrinsically linked. My future guests will be an amalgamation of specialists in the field of health, mind, body and soul. We will be discussing how to achieve optimal health in all areas of your life so that you can create a new mind and be the best version of yourself. No stone will be left unturned. No subject shall be left untouched. If you want to grow and develop to reach your full potential, this really is the podcast for you. So, in order for you to understand the power of the steps I'll share with you, I feel I should also share with you a bit about my personal story. I am a survivor of repeated intrafamilial childhood sexual abuse. The perpetrator was my father. This was an experience that left deep scars on my psyche. And for a long time, I was really suffering. My mental and physical health seemed unsalvageable. However, over time, Using the power of my mind, I managed to overcome this trauma. And once I could understand that there was a solution to the pain I was living in, I have never let it hold me back. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't always an easy journey, but my word, it's been incredible. I want to show you that whatever you're experiencing, you can overcome, survive, and thrive. My experiences of sexual abuse and the subsequent impact it had on my relationships with my family and my support system have given me a unique perspective on the impact of trauma on individuals. I was sexually abused by my dad, but my mum chose to stay with my dad. Even after he admitted what he'd done, my mum chose to stay married to him And after he finished his uh, spell in prison, he came back to the family home. Unfortunately, the way I dealt with that and the uh, impact that had on the relationships with my siblings, the way I was bullied, the way I self-abandoned meant that I really did spiral out of control. And so I want to share with you That I really do know firsthand how abuse, how trauma can cause an individual to live according to the abuser's truths, leading to self abandonment and a sense of shame or worthlessness. However, I am determined to use my experience to help you turn your pain into power. In fact, I have dedicated my adult life to supporting and empowering others who've experienced trauma, mental anguish, self-doubt, or mental blocks with their success. Importantly, you don't have to be someone who's experienced trauma to benefit from the methods I'll be discussing. Today, let me delve into the growth mindset. I want to start here because I think regardless of what you've experienced in your life, We've all experienced mental blocks, obstacles in the road, if you like, on our route to success. Um, Whatever your experience, I'm sure you've had moments where you felt very limited in yourself. So I really want to just start with something nice and simple, something that you can really grasp hold of, something that's easy to action in your life. Let's Get working on your new mind. Overall, my ambition is to educate and support you. I am driven by my deep commitment to promoting healing, growth, and understanding. A growth mindset is really about. Cultivating positive psychological changes such as increased resilience, enhanced self reflection, and self compassion, as well as a renewed sense of purpose and meaning. On the subject of resilience, a growth mindset really can improve your resilience. In fact, a study published in the Journal of Positive Psychology found that individuals with a growth mindset were more resilient in the face of adversity than those with a fixed mindset. This can help to protect against mental health problems associated with stress and trauma. With that statistic in mind, one of my favourite quotes is from Nelson Mandela. It goes like this, the greatest glory in living lies not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. I think that kind of personifies everything that I've been talking about so far in my own story. You know, there's been many, many times where it looked like I was never going to be able to get back up again. Um, You know, suicide attempts, serious self-harm, problems with alcohol. Um, But somehow, somehow, I found the strength to keep getting up. And every time I did, every time I rose above that pain, I gained something. I gained resilience and I gained self-belief actually. So I want you to think about just for a moment, all the times that you may have fallen, stumbled, given up, and then somehow, some way, maybe through a friend talking to you or through listening to a podcast or reading something, you found some strength and you were able to rise again that feeling of accomplishment when you did, just remember those moments. And if you've got pen and paper or something nearby where you can take note of that moment in your life, do it. Because so often we focus on the negatives. So often we focus on the things that we didn't do right. We forget those moments where we felt like we just couldn't get up out of bed in the morning. We felt like we just couldn't do that meeting at work. We just couldn't, I don't know, go on that date. We couldn't go to that job interview. And we did. And when we did it, we felt so good. And we forget about those moments because our brain is wired negatively. This is because when we're we're in the negative mindset, we're looking out for danger, right? And to survive, the primitive version of us needed to be aware of the danger ahead. So many of us have heard this said in lots of different ways, but the primitive man needed to know the danger ahead. They needed to avoid the wolf outside the cave to stay alive. So when we're thinking negatively, it's actually our brain protecting us. But for now, I want you to reflect on the times that you actually did get those wins and remember those times because you are more resilient because of it. And I want you to just sit with it. Really let that feeling of accomplishment wash over you. It's important to collect those bits of information. It's important to collect that data so that you can become more determined to keep rising every time you fall. So here are three steps that you can take to building a growth mindset. So one, reframe your experience. See every experience as an opportunity for growth and learning. By viewing your experience as a catalyst for positive change, you can begin to see the potential for growth and development. Two, focus on your strengths. Just like I was saying, Use them to help you overcome your challenges. Each time there's a new challenge, you'll remember the strength that you had before. So by focusing on your strengths, you can build confidence and a sense of self-efficacy that can help you tackle new challenges. Three, set goals. Set goals that are aligned with your values and your desire for growth. Uh, By setting goals, you can really focus your energy and develop a sense of purpose and direction. Let's look at the reframe just a little bit more. Reframing a difficult or traumatic experience is important neurologically because it can help to rewire the brain and create new neural pathways um, that are more positive and adaptive. It reduces the intensity of negative emotions and it promotes resilience and it improves mental health outcomes. Reframing can reduce the impact of traumatic experiences. Let me say that again. Reframing can reduce the impact of traumatic experiences. This is a fact. In fact, a study published in the Journal of Traumatic Stress found that individuals who were able to find meaning in a traumatic experiences had lower levels of post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, than those who were not able to find meaning. And something I said to you earlier about my own experience, when I realized that I had this ability to overcome and reframe and become more resilient, I made it my life's work to pay that forward. So finding meaning in my own pain, finding a purpose to my own pain really did enable me to push through it and push through it in a healthy way I wasn't ignoring it. I wasn't suppressing it. By reframing it, I was able to strive. I was able to overcome and I was able to thrive. So, on that note, this is a quote from Winston Churchill, who was rather significant, wasn't he? Uh, Success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Now, I would say that's fairly um, accurate in my experience, not only in my own experience, but working with thousands and thousands of my clients over the years. I've seen this time and time again, this ability to build resilience, reframe and just become something bigger than they had ever imagined. Now, I want you to think about focusing on your strengths. This was point two. Um, So focusing on our strengths can help to activate the reward and motivation centers in the brain, increase feelings of happiness, confidence and engagement, and improve cognitive control and self-regulation. I mean, there seems to be a lot of good neurological reasons to focus on your strengths. I think you'll agree. In fact, let's be real. Focusing on your strengths reduces stress. In fact, a study published in the Journal of Positive Psychology found that individuals who use their strengths more frequently had lower levels of stress than those who did not. We all know that life is pretty stressful. If we can find a way to lower those levels of stress, if we can really just tap into our strengths and focus on them, why wouldn't we? Lowering stress seems like a very good idea to me in a world that kind of pushes us and pushes us, you know, work, family, social events, focusing on your strengths seems like a fairly simple thing to do. Now, if you're not sure how to do this, I would say spending 10 minutes mindfully focusing on your strengths a day is a good place to start. Now, you may think, how do I do that? Okay, so I'm just going to give you a quick tip you can start your day or at any point in the day it doesn't have to be at the start just sitting down somewhere quietly if you want you could light a candle or maybe light some incense and if you're not one for sitting still you could go for a mindful walk before you do this set the intention to focus on a strength that you know you have so that might be that you are a really good listener it might be that you're really really good at going to the gym and staying disciplined it could be anything start wherever you want. Make it an intention to really focus on that. So it could be that you remember all the times that you were there for others and you were helpful to your friends. It could be that you think about all the times that you've stayed disciplined and you've been able to achieve lots by following that that discipline. And, And then I want you to just breathe through it and allow yourself to feel how good it is to know that you have that as a strength. And it may sound too simple, too good to be true, but by spending some time really focusing on those strengths and remembering all the times that you've been able to activate that strength and use it for the greater good, use it for feeling good or for spreading good in some way, the more that you will reduce your levels of stress. On that note, I love this quote by Vision Lukiani. When you focus on your strengths, you build them and weaknesses become irrelevant. I think that's a really important point. You know, we again, going back to something I said earlier, we think about all the ways that we go wrong because of the brain being negatively wired. We don't spend enough time thinking about all the things that we do have, all the ways that we make a difference, all the ways that we succeed. When we do that, like I said before, we actually reduce stress. We activate the reward and motivation centers in the brain and we increase feelings of happiness and confidence. So give it a go. Now, let's look at setting goals. So how many of you actually spend time setting goals? You might think about all the things that you'd like to do, but how many of you actually really spend time setting goals? You could do this for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a week, but it's always good to start somewhere. Setting goals can actually reduce symptoms of depression. A study published in the Journal of Consulting and Clinical Psychology found that goal setting was effective in reducing symptoms of depression in individuals with major depressive disorder. I think one of the reasons that goal setting is so important is because it gives us something to strive for. I do say to my clients quite often, actually, that we must set goals with intention, not with expectation. We don't want to set ourselves up for failure. We don't want to like give ourselves another reason to beat ourselves up. So have the intention to do something. Now, again, I, I always say to people, keep it small to begin with. If if you're not in the um, job of setting goals. If it's not something that you do regularly, you know, you don't want to give yourself too much of a a big task. It could be anything. It could just be setting that 10 minutes aside each day, as I said before, to really focus on your own strengths. You know, it could be something like having a cold shower a couple of times a week. We know that cold showers are really, really good for our um, stress levels, uh, for for activating the vagus nerve, which I'll talk to you about at a later date. But, you know, these small changes that that are achievable are really good intentions to start with. Um, I I don't want to kind of like put you off from setting the bigger goals, but I think for most people if you set goals that are too big it's like the whole New year's resolution thing isn't it like oh my new year's resolution is to lose 500 kilos or something silly and we never get there and then we're just think oh my gosh I'm such a failure actually if we were to just set the simple goals and really work towards achieving them we would activate those reward centers in our brain we would feel good we would increase happiness we would decrease depression and it's the simple stuff that works? It really is. When we're looking at a growth mindset, it really is the simple stuff that works. And I wanted to keep this first episode fairly simple because I want to give you those actionable steps. You know, setting small goals, spending some time focusing on your strengths, really thinking about all those things that you've done in your life where you feel proud of yourself, you know, really, really Giving you that space to notice all those wonderful things about yourself. Now, when you're not in a great space mentally, if you've experienced trauma or if you're just struggling day to day, it's really, really hard to do some of this stuff. So just pick one, just pick one thing, set the simple goal, focus on your strengths. You know, it doesn't have to be anything big, just one thing. If you're here and you're listening to this, It probably means that you're looking to start something. You're looking to learn something about yourself. Start with something small. Um, The more you listen to these podcasts, the more you will uh, pick up, particularly because some of the guests I'm going to have on are going to be really phenomenal. They're going to give you some amazing information. But for this episode, keep it small. Start with the small stuff and let's build together. Let's create the new mind together as a community um, and really just allow yourself the space to take it nice and slow so thank you to everyone at home or on the go listening if you found this show helpful please hit that follow button or the subscribe button it does wonders for the show so more people can find the new mind organically if you have any questions about anything we've talked about, please drop me a line at info at I read every email I get, whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Ella Crystal. I'll see you on the next episode.